All right, welcome to Talking Football with Putt and Hank. Week five. I'm Putt. He's Hank. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. Um, an interesting week five. Uh, there's a bunch to get to. I, I know you had a baseball game this weekend, so um, maybe missed a little bit of the early games on Sunday, but have you had a chance to watch some recaps? Yes, I have, and our first game that I would like to start with is the Giants and Packers. All right. Tell us about that game. So if you're going into that game, you would all think that the Packers would probably crush the Giants. Um, But in the beginning, it was – the Packers were up by quite a bit – but in the second half, the Giants managed to to um, have a nice comeback and tie the game at 20, scored a touchdown, and then great defense at the end. So I, I think one of the things, first of all, uh, it, it's always good news for everybody when the Packers lose. Um, they stink, and so that that's good for all of us. I do think that it's time that maybe we reconsider our viewpoint on the NFC East because uh, other than the commanders, it's looking really good for those teams right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And uh, if you told me a few years ago that the the NFC East would be a good division, I would not believe you. No. No, you wouldn't believe that at all. Um, and it may turn out that they fade a little bit. I'm still suspect uh, about the Giants, despite... Um, they're winning against the Packers. The Packers, as you mentioned, were were favored in that game. But, um, you know, the Packers, I don't think, are all that good. And the Giants are clearly showing something here um, that they're able to put together a complete game. So that that's impressive by them. And it's going to be interesting, uh, certainly, as, you know, we see that the, the Cowboys won an interesting game. They... Uh, beat the Rams, who you and I had in our top two in the power ranking just a couple weeks ago. And now all of a sudden the Cowboys, they look like no matter who the quarterback is, they're the complete package. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboy, the Cowboys have done very well. Um, surprising to see that they've done this well with a backup quarterback, um, especially against these tough teams like the Rams, who have – how now have scored like 10 points in two of their games so far. Yeah, they're a confusing team because uh, I think you and I both thought that they looked like they were starting to really get on a roll and now here they are a couple weeks in a row they just don't they don't look very good at all and so that's why they go play the games. You never know. Yeah, I feel like some of the teams that they're a bit more familiar with, they beat, but the teams that they aren't, they lose to. All right, so while we're still on the um, NFC East and just how it looks so good now, why don't we talk about your Cardinals and their game against the division-leading Eagles of Philadelphia. Tell me about that game. Uh, That game was very close. Uh, There was times where the Cardinals could have put a few more points on the board. Uh, Cardinals could have easily won that game. Um, missed field goal to go into overtime. 
uh, Matt Prater's hurt, so they had a backup kicker. Maybe that was the reason why. Definitely not an easy field goal. It wasn't. You certainly expected him to make it, I, I would think, yeah. even with a backup. But you hate to put yourself in that position over and over again if you're the Cardinals. Uh, they just are so inconsistent on offense, save for you know one half this year. It, it just is a grind uh, every single week. Uh, but is it possible, you know, we don't want to take anything away from the Eagles. They've looked good all year. Yeah, um, a few of these games they could have lost, um, uh, especially last year when the Cardinals were undefeated. Um, people uh, should have thought that the Vikings could have beat them in week two. Uh, same thing. Um, Cardinals already pretty good in overtime this year, so oh, yeah, maybe no that kept going. But um, and the it was the Jaguars Eagles when they were down fourteen nothing and um, honestly I think it's the Eagles defense that keeps a minute uh, because if the Eagles defense wasn't playing like that I don't think they would be undefeated in fact I think they would have a bad record and I think their defense has done the job. What do you think about the performance by? Uh, the quarterback, the young quarterback, Jalen Hurts, though, he looks good. He's good, but as, in my opinion, I still think he's kind of a mediocre quarterback. Ooh, um, shots fired against the, the Eagles and their their young quarterback. He's a star. I think he's just mediocre. Yeah, I, I just I don't think the teams have played against him very well. All right, that's fair. There's a long ways to go. Um, Got to give him credit for what he's done so far, you know, but I agree, he's no... He's no Justin Fields, right? I think he's a bit better than Justin Fields, but... All right, that's enough about that. Um, all right, you know, what we do, as the popularity of your podcast continues to grow, I hear from people during the week, and uh, one of the things I heard this week was, how come we spend so much time talking about the NFC and very little time talking about the AFC? So in an effort to right that ship... Let's talk about what was a spectacular game last night, the Chiefs and Raiders. That game was extremely weird. Um, Raiders were up 7 nothing. You would still expect the Chiefs to come back and easily tie it. Um, I think it was 17 nothing. Yeah. Um, Chiefs should have easily just shelled them. Um, the Raiders weren't good, or they haven't been good. Um, you never know. It's only week five, but... Yeah, the Raiders are a bit of a weird team. I'm sure it's frustrating to be a Raiders fan because they have these stretches throughout every game that they've played where they certainly look more than competent. They look like they could win some games, and then yeah. they just find a way not, not to win. It's not exactly... They're not exactly the Falcons, you know, blowing huge lead every other week, but... You know, they, they're pretty darn close, and then for whatever reason, they, they can't pull it out. I want to talk about one of the reasons, again, this has become a theme on our podcast, our two-point conversions. A couple of weird things that happened in that uh, Chiefs-Raiders game last night. First, uh, after the Chiefs make the huge comeback, they go down and uh, score a touchdown to take the lead. They're up by seven with quite a bit of time left. I don't remember exactly, but six or seven minutes left in the game. And they go for two. 
yeah. Have they? I mean, the thinking is if they get it, they're up by nine. It's two scores, and that's pretty much the end of the game. Because so they scored a touchdown, and they were up by seven. So if they kicked the field goal, they would have been up by eight. Eight. Eight guarantees you no worse than a, you know tie, assuming there's not a you know a lot of back and forth. They they go for two. They're they're nowhere close to getting it, and so now they're up by seven, which you know would make me think if you're a Raiders coach or fan or player, you breathe a bit of a sigh of relief because you're like, okay, this is that just got immensely much easier anyway to yeah, try to so tie now, this game. Yeah, and not only can you tie it, but you also have a chance to win. All right, which brings us to the going for two. Uh, uh, opportunity number two in this game that was that was interesting to me. So the Raiders drive it right down. They have a great drive. They're on the road. Uh, you know, it's a hostile as hostile environment as any in the league playing, you know, at the Chiefs. And they just go right down and score. And you're like, all right, they'll kick the extra point. And they'll, they'll hold them and then uh, overtime. But what do they do? They go for two. Now, the play was a good play. They ran a they ran a little uh, short run to the left, uh, you know, Looked like they had it blocked. Uh, running back goes in. He's just a couple inches short. So they're that close to you know success and having a one-point one lead. But this wasn't the kind of game where there's only a few seconds left. You know, It, it wasn't like if they got that two-point conversion, they definitely won the game. There was still plenty of time the Chiefs yeah. had a drive. Especially when it's the Chiefs, and they're great at just getting the ball. And, and just like five plays, they're way past field goal range. Mm-hmm. And so, in that in that situation, you you got to think about defense and not the because one point will do you very little. Right. So it, it's interesting to me how much the teams are going for two. Um, I, I'm certainly not a critic of it as a fan because it's it's exciting to see these plays and and so it's fun to watch. But it's some curious decisions I, that I'm not sure I would necessarily agree with on the broadcast. They were. Defending both of them, just saying, you know, hey, the analytics support, you know, this view. I don't know. Um, the, I, I saw a college game this weekend where somebody was going for, for two, uh, like late in the second quarter, and it was like, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But, um, but maybe you just don't have good kickers, and the conditions are right. I, I don't know. There's lots of reasons for it. I like it. Not nothing wrong with it. Uh, it it's been weird. The risk reward. I, I don't know. It's, it's. You're not sure about it. Yeah, it. If you, you only get one chance, and it depends. If if you have to go for it, like the Cardinals Raiders game, like they have to go for it to. to right. When you have to, you have to, and uh, you know that doesn't make it any less exciting. I suppose maybe it's even more exciting if they don't have to and they go for it because you're like, oh, I'm not sure this is a good idea, but. Um, it, it certainly has been a theme um, this season. All right, moving on. A uh, couple other quick things we want to talk about. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this much beforehand, but the Jets, um, they scored like 40 points. 40 points against a team that you'd think would be very good, uh, obviously 3-0. and uh, Tua Tungalaivoa got hurt, and then Teddy, Bridge- Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Right. So, so the Dolphins, who I think we also might have had in our top two or at least our top three a couple of weeks ago, they're out completely at the moment because until yeah. they can get some healthy quarterback play, it they're in a, they're in big trouble. Mm-hmm. So the season's turned out turned around quickly. Especially if you're giving up forty points to the Jets. Uh 
Yeah, there, there's something going on when you're giving up 40 points to the Jets. That that that's three or four games for them. You can't you can't give up 40 points to a, a team like that, and um, it's just weird to see that because the Dolphins they've been so good this year, and um, it's just it's it's weird from scoring a bunch of points, huge comebacks, and then losing 40 to 17 to a team that's haven't made the playoffs in forever. For the Dolphins, things were looking, looking so good just a couple weeks ago, and and um, and now it's a it's a dim future. I don't know really what the prognosis is for the two quarterbacks. I didn't see anything about it. Um, you know, I assume they'll be back at some point. Um, you know, and then they can get rolling again. But uh, it's a big setback. Uh, you know, after a great start. All right, uh, so. We're going to do um, a preview of what we think is a marquee game for next week. But before we do that, uh, week two of the Putnam family, family Fantasy Football League, how did you do and uh, how did the family do? I won my game, very low scoring. Um, I have quite a few Dolphins players on my team. Who did you beat? I beat my mom. And uh-huh. how, how is how is your mom doing so far as a general manager of a fantasy team? Uh, she hasn't really paid attention to her team. She is putting up quite a few points. She has a good team. Um, not the worst one possible. Well, there's only four of us, so we're all yeah. stacked. Yes. Yeah. So um, there's no like rando players on our teams. No. Really, we have a lot of good players. Yeah. Our benches are good. Our benches are very good. Um, Dad, you put up a bunch of points. You put up 209 points yeah. in the win over Gracie is cooler than you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and um, I won my game scoring 99 points. And I think mom scored 88. So I set the new league scoring record at like 209. No, yeah. no one's ever going to top that probably. Oh, well, I might, but I, no one else. You know what I mean? It's... I didn't see you scoring. Who was your biggest? I had everybody. Had, I had Travis Kelsey scored toward four touchdowns last night. It, I it was every single guy had a had a great night. So, um, which is why I put them in. I knew it was going to happen. I knew that. Sure. You don't believe me? No. I All think right. you were expected to win by a few points. I think we should probably chip in with mom and give her a little help. Make sure that, you know, some of her players aren't sitting. What do you think? Like if she has somebody who's injured, you you don't want to help her out? Well, I can't help you. <laughs> I can't help her with that. That sounds like a no to me. All right. Well, I asked the question and you answered. That's, that's what we're here. That's what we're doing here. All right. Listen. Um, okay. So no time for calls uh, this week. But we did want to talk about. Um, maybe something we'll try to do each week is what do we think is the marquee matchup that we're most looking forward to next week? So for week six, who do you like? Who do you want to see? A lot of people are saying that we don't talk about the AFC, but this is all about the AFC. The Chiefs versus the Bills. Oh, that is, that's a good one. That is the top two teams in the AFC, maybe even in the league. Uh, head-to-head, and this is going to determine who really is the better team in the AFC. So next week, if the Chiefs – I have the Chiefs still ranked under the Bills. 
Okay. Uh, maybe that changes. Maybe the Bills destroy the Chiefs. Uh, this is... I think this will be a fun game, and it'll answer quite a few questions because both these teams are uh, championship contenders. Um, oh, for sure. Do, so you, do you care to make a prediction? I think the Chiefs will win by three. That is incorrect. The Bills are going to win this game handily, handily against the Chiefs. Josh Allen's on his f- fantasy football team. Uh, that's got nothing to do with it. I'm just telling you what I've seen. The Chiefs have been a little inconsistent. Allen's rolling. They're going to win this game and cement themselves as number one in the league, even ahead of your Eagles and their undefeated record. I, I, I'm going to say this again. Uh, the Eagles are undefeated. That doesn't make them a good team. Right. They got a mediocre quarterback, and they're not good. That's what that's what you're here to say on in this yes. podcast. <laughs> they, I mean, they played some bad teams. I don't want to write out my Cardinals, but the Cardinals definitely didn't play their best. Um, I don't think any of the teams played their best against them, and I think luck was on the Eagles' side. And so I think they're going to fall off. All right. So looking forward to the Bills, Chiefs. Um, I think that about covers it. You got anything else you wanted to to mention? Maybe the power rankings. Give it to us quick. Uh, AFC, I have the Bills over the Chiefs. Maybe that will change. And then in the NFC, I've got the Eagles. And in second place, um, that's – It's tough right now to come up with a second team because – is it the Cowboys? I mean, I, have we completely switched and now we're saying this is the toughest division out there? Because the Rams, I had them second, but they're not. I don't think they're good anymore. Vikings are 4-1, and one, but, you know, it's hard to tell how good they are right now. Um, I'm going to put uh, Cowboys at second place. There you have it. I, it's official. We have completely flip-flopped on our viewpoint of the NFC East. Correct. It's, it's crazy to it's crazy to think that the NFC East is better than the NFC West. Yeah, and right now you'd have to say it is. All right, buddy. Uh, excellent job uh, this weekend. Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, man. Hey, as always, good to see you. You too. Bye, bye.